Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I'm sitting on the TV, mama. I'm a, I'm a everybody to the KIRP radio show. I'm your host Pudgy. Another beautiful Sunday. Technical difficulties delayed us from starting the show. It is absolutely killing me. It's crazy. But it is what it is, man. We must fight through it. And uh, fighting through it is the reason that we have had a successful show 
for all these years, for these long four years almost. And, uh, you know, we've done some B.I.G. things. Shout out to everybody out there who continues to listen to the show, who's out there that shows us some love. Even you folks who criticizes the show and maybe even hate the show. Shout out to you guys, too. I really appreciate the love that you give me because truth of the matter is, if you're hating the show and you're not listening to the show and you're talking about the show, either way, you're showing some love and I still appreciate you. So you're definitely still B.I.G. in my book. Got a few things to talk about tonight, man. It's been a beautiful week, as always. And I got an email. Uh, I don't make a huge habit of, of reading the email that I get from the show. But uh, I did get an email, and somebody asked me, uh, I guess jokingly, they said uh, that I always say that it's been a beautiful week or it's always been a beautiful show and is it always that beautiful to me and uh yeah it's all it's always that beautiful to me to answer that question uh to whoever wrote that that email or that that message um it's always beautiful to me because every single day that we get to live every single day that we wake up and we can stand on our own two feet and even for people who uh, don't have the ability to stand on their own feet. It's absolutely beautiful to me. So every single breath that I take, every single day that I, I'm blessed to see, uh, every time that I'm able to open my eyes and thank God for allowing me to see another day, you know, thank God for allowing me to have another breath, uh, to love my family again, to kiss my wife and my children, you know, just to show love to everybody out there who, who I come across and I encounter, you know, every single day that I'm able to do those things um, are, are a tremendous blessing to me. Uh, even if people, you know, there's people out there who are, who are, uh, uh, they take, you know, everything for granted, you know, and, and if it's not something monetary, you know, if it's not something that they can get uh, and put in their pockets or, if it's not something they can get and see in their bank accounts, you know, people aren't happy. And I don't need those things to be happy. I understand that, you know, there's a certain amount of things that we need uh, to live our lives. I get that. You know, I, I understand that, you know, we have to work for a living. You know, we have to earn our keep. You know, I understand that it, it takes money to take care of our family and ourselves. I, I definitely understand that as well. And, you know, I'm no idiot. I'm no fool. I get it. You know, I understand the way the world works. And I'm willing to accept those things and, 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 and live uh, by that understanding. But I don't need to operate like the rest of the world in order for me to give thanks. Like, I, I don't need to, to, to share uh, similarities with people who don't give thanks. Uh, who don't believe, uh, who, who don't think that there's a God. You know, I can love those people from afar, but I have a different approach to life. So to answer that question, every single day, every single Sunday that I'm able to come on this radio show and show love to everybody who's on here and, and to be able to express my views and my opinions and blah, 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 run my mouth. You know, every single Sunday that I'm able to, to be here, <clears throat> excuse me, it's always going to be 
B-I-G-I-M-G. You're always going to be B-I-G in my book. And it's always, always, always going to be a beautiful Sunday. And that's something that I'm going to say on this show about the duration for as long as I'm here. Because the fact of the matter is I, I say it about every day. Even if it's raining, snowing, whatever. It's a beautiful day because we're alive. So, yeah, every time you listen to this show, you're going to get to hear me say it's been a beautiful week. It's a beautiful Sunday. A lot of things happened. Now let's talk about it. That's my way of breaking the ice. Those are the things that I believe, and that's just me. You dig? Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, if you guys have been paying attention to the news cycles, or if you, listen, if, unless you're under a rock somewhere, you know, unless you've been living under a rock somewhere and you just don't pay attention to anything at all and you're a loner and you don't come outside and you just stay in one room holding yourself captive, and, and captive, we got to talk about that in a few minutes, but unless you're just not uh, uh, paying attention to life in general, uh, you all know that the poet and activist, uh, so many different names for this individual, so many different names for this uh, inspiring woman, uh, this phenomenal woman, uh, Maya Angelou, whom I know from being, uh, simply being a, 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 a wonderful talent, a thinker, uh, one of the people that thinks and expresses her views in literature. Uh, I believe that Maya Angelou, who, who just went on, and uh, finally completed the last portion uh, of her legacy, you know, of the legacies that she's leaving in her life. Uh, Maya Angelou passed on, and uh, on, uh, I want to say on the 28th, I believe, uh, Maya Angelou passed away in her home in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and uh, not too far from me, not too far from where we are right now. And... uh, Angelo is known for so many wonderful works of art. And, uh, well, you know, here's a statement. I have a statement from <clears throat> I, from her family, from what I understand. I just want to read this statement out, and then I'm going to get on to some other things. Actually, I'm going to read this statement, then we're going to go to commercial, then I'll come back with some things. And, you know, we're going to talk about it and see how you guys feel, and, you know, maybe we take some calls on it and what may happen. Can we? If we can pause, I'm not even sure we can take calls right now. But anyway, the statement. Uh, the statement's from uh, Dr. Maya Angelou's family. Uh, Dr. Maya Angelou passed quietly in her home before 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on May 28, 2014. Wednesday, May 28, 2014. Her family is extremely grateful that her ascension is not belabored uh, by a loss of comprehension and uh, pain. She she lived a life as a teacher, activist, artist, and human being. She was a warrior for equality, tolerance, and peace. The family is extremely appreciative of the time we had with her, and we know that she is looking down upon us with love. Guy B. Johnson, not sure who that is. I guess it's uh, a relative who made the statement for the family. And, uh Yeah. That's the statement that the family left. And, you know, Dr. Maya Angelou, phenomenal woman. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial really quick. It's 8.17 p.m. We're a little bit uh, preemptive today. 
trying to get some things straightened out so we can take some calls. I might even call some people because, you know, we got some serious topics tonight. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about Maya Angelou. We're also going to talk about the politics uh, of Maya Angelou, uh, where a lot of people are speaking out about her politics. Uh, and, and that seems to happen a lot. So I kind of wanted to get on the topic because this one bothers me uh, a little bit. You know, this one got under my skin a little bit. So I, I got to talk about it. This is my this show is my couch. This is where I can lay on my couch. I'm not really laying down, but, you know, I can lay on my couch and talk to my therapist with having this mic. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Maya Angelou, past, present, and future. We're going to talk about some of her uh, biographies, some of her books, films, you know, the media, all the content in which she released, and, uh, you know, a couple of her poems that are known to be famous amongst all, amongst all people. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to also talk about uh, this manhunt in San Francisco. This is something that I just saw in the news cycle. It's crazy. Uh, they didn't give a lot of information on this guy. I definitely want to speak on that issue. Uh, this guy is, is, is some, some lunatic, I guess, you know. We also talk about this petition, uh, the Sudan woman sends to death. Uh, yeah, sends to death for her Christian faith. And, you know, I'm wondering, is there an attack on Christianity? So, uh, you know, definitely want to talk about that. And, and, and last but not least, we're going to also spend a, a bunch of time on uh, American POW uh, Sergeant Birdall. We're going to talk about him and the release of him, the trade of him, uh, that was done by the Obama administration. Uh, I guess shout out to President Obama and his administration for making that happen. Uh, we definitely know it's a good thing that this soldier has been released. Uh, the future of that is to be determined. So, you know, there's a few things we're going to talk about. You listen to the number one real truth, real talk radio show in the land, in all the land, KRP Radio Show. Check us out on krpradioshow.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook. Facebook is KRP Radio Show slash, I'm sorry, Facebook.com slash KRP Radio Show. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at symbol KRP Radio Show. Send us a tweet. We'll try to blast it back at you. A lot of the times we get back at you later. Depends on if I have someone helping me out or not. Uh, you can also tweet me at NC Pudgy, like North Carolina, NC Pudgy, P-U-D-G-Y. Look it up in the dictionary, man. It means fat and chubby. That's me. Uh, especially right now, man. Woo! Anyway, yeah, you're rocking with the KLP Radio Show, man. We'll be right back after this message right here, baby. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone. Inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jewel Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. TiffanyInc.com Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. 
I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right? No grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. I'm dressing number one. Maybe. Become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. Day Shirley is an online indie department store. Born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independent means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.bech. I can see him, man. I'll break it down for y'all. Anyway, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show. 619-638-8559. Again, 619-638-8559 is the number in which you can call in and listen to the show. You can also call the number in and uh, hit number one, and we'll try our best to get you on the air so you can express your feelings and emotions and your pain and all that good stuff like that. We'll try to get you guys on the air. Uh, A lot of the times I'm working this queue by myself and I'm not able to get you guys on and people complain about that. But you know what, man? It's hard out here for a pimp. I mean, it's just hard out here for a pimp. I can't help you sometimes. Anyway, uh, check us out on Facebook, folks. Facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. You can also check us out on Twitter, at symbol NC Pudgy is mine. Tweet me, man. Let me know. Follow me. Uh, send me some suggestions of people I, I need to follow and that I need to talk to and tweet and blah, 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 blah. Also, check out the show on Twitter, at symbol K-I-R-P Radio Show. And, uh, you know, send us some tweets on there, some suggestions and whatnot. And, uh, you know, Twitter's gotten kind of funky, right? Um, it's not allowing me to follow people back for some reason. I, I don't know what's going on with Twitter. Maybe it's because I don't spend a lot of time on there. And frankly, I don't have a lot of time to donate to tweet. Uh, I see where people 
are are tweeting, you know, twenty and thirty thousand messages, and you know they just go tweet crazy. And I, I'm just not interested that much interested in Twitter. I do know it's important. I do know that we need to hire somebody to tweet for us. We have hired some college students in the past. Shout out to my West Coast Connect, all my people out there on the West Coast, my KRP family that helps me out, and my people in Detroit, my people in Chicago, my ECU students. Shout out to all you guys. You'll definitely B.I.G. in my book, and I really enjoy paying them for tweeting. I mean, it's crazy. They they do a good job, but uh, budgets are really thin right now. Things are going on, and uh, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, the show is... We're, we're taking some different angles with the way we market, and we're, we're in some different places, and I'm doing a couple of different things. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. So check us out on Twitter, folks. You know, hit us up. Let some people know where we are. Share. Spread the love. All right? You can also check us out on iTunes, man. The iTunes is definitely blazing. Our iTunes has never – I don't know what the deal is with iTunes. I guess there's a lot of iPhone uh, listeners out there, and people listen to a lot of podcasts because our iTunes – have never declined. I mean, there's never been a, a a downward trend in iTunes. It's always been going up steadily. Very slow, but it's always been going up. So I appreciate all the people out there who are listening on iTunes and all the millions of people that show us a lot of support. Remember, you guys are B-I-G in my book. Really appreciate the love. Talking about Maya Angelou before I went to break. Uh, Global Renaissance Woman is, I think that's what it had. At the, yeah, Global Renaissance Woman uh, was something that they had on her website and uh, at the top of the page. Uh, a very beautiful and, and different woman. Uh, Maya Angelou has had her hands in, man, so many different, uh, I can't even find a word, so many different things in general, just things, just, you know, from art to poetry to literature to I mean, you name it. She's been all over the place, entertainment, sing, song and dance. And, you know, this woman, politics, you know, activist, she, she's just had her hand in a lot of things in her life. And I'll give a B.I.G. shout out to her and her legacy. I think that she definitely has an appropriate legacy. I think that she has something beautiful that our kids definitely should read about more. I'm not saying that this woman was perfect. Like, I will never say no one else, in, no, anyone in this world is perfect. You know, I'm not saying she was always right in the feelings that she had in the in the, some of the stance that she took. Okay, I'm not saying everything she said was politically correct. You know, I'm not going to say that either. But what I do know is that it seems like every single time someone passed that or or, or passes on, uh that a lot of my political types don't agree with, uh, they tend to go in, if you will. They tend to go in on these people. Now, I'm pro-life to the day that I die. I don't think that there's a secret there. You Google pudgy and pro-life, you'll find some things that might disturb you if you are not pro-life. And none of us are the same. But it is what it is. And that goes hand in hand with my Christian faith, with my faith and my following of Jesus Christ. Whether you like me or not, whether you like the things that I do or not, call me hypocrite, you call me what you want. There's no wavering in my faith and my belief in Jesus, okay? You just got to accept that 
or you can move the hell on. It is what it is, okay? It is what it is. And you still B-I-G in my book. But uh, I'm pro-life to the day that I die. I can't say that I've always been pro-life. I think one in, in, in one point in time in my life, I believe that people had the right to do what they wanted to do. And that was simply because I lacked understanding of being pro-life and honoring life and understanding what life is and where it really comes from. Now, that was my failure in understanding. There are a lot of people who certainly understand where life comes from. There are a lot of people who uh, who believe in Christ and they, they understand uh, that life is given from God. And it's not something that just derives. You know, the science of life is a beautiful thing as well. I'm not saying that there's not uh, a, a science of life. I know that there's a science in life. I see how my kids grow. And, and you know, I understand that there's there's a gene analysis and in, 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 in every kind of body, body metrics that you can name uh, that associates with that. And that's cool. But I, the foundation and the core origin of life comes from God. A spirit comes from God. Uh, that is our uh, being in the light or, or, or made in the light or made in the image of God. It's a spirit. It's not fingers. It's not arms. It's not, it's not ears. It's not eyes. And, 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 you know, that's where I lose a lot of Christians. And that's where I lose a lot of people who uh, believe in evolution and a lot of atheists. I think that's where I lose a lot of them. And that's probably where, where uh, Miss uh, Dr. Maya Angelou and myself would disagree. And that will be okay because I'm able to disagree with people. I don't see, I don't attribute life to limbs. If you guys are following what I'm saying. So when it comes to the laws of being pro-life, I can't attribute life to uh, when a baby is 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 uh, developing fingers, or or when a baby can hear, or or when a baby is developing fingernails, or skin, or or heart, or I, I don't attribute life to that because I look at life as much bigger than even limbs, arms, legs, thoughts, head, eyes, or any kind of limbs or or, or, or organs that we have. I don't attribute life to organs. I don't attribute life to fingers and hands, and I don't attribute life to those things because I understand that the origin of life comes from God himself, the spirit of God that we share with him, and that's the bond that we both have. See, that's my understanding of life. So when it comes to topics like this, you know, I waver from having those conversations with people because they don't understand like I understand. Whether they're preachers or pastors or doctors or lawyers or, or, or governors or, you know, politicians, if you will, or activists, no matter what they are, if you don't understand that the bond that we get from God is life in itself, the origin of a spirit that, that dwells within us, the unexplainable thing, that it factor, that one thing that no man can explain, that no science can explain, that no book can explain. If you don't understand that, you'll never get where I'm coming from. For my Christian brothers and sisters, you'll run yourself crazy around in circles of scripture 
trying to prove your point rather than sitting back listening to what I'm trying to tell you. See, the origin, the origin of life is even bigger than our faith, folks. Let me say that again because I lost some of you guys. What is he talking about? The origin of life is even bigger than our faith because like Dr. Maya Angelou and myself, we're going to both say that we believe in Christ. We're both followers of Christ, I believe she was, if I'm not mistaken. And if I'm mistaken, my bad. But there are others who are who are listening to the show. So, so let's just say, for argument's sake, let's just say we're both followers and believers of the path of Christ. And we accept him as our Lord and Savior. We believe he was the Messiah. He is the Messiah. Okay? So for argument's sake, if we both believe that, But you don't understand that the origin of life in general, the beginning of all things, this is why it's more important than our faith. If you don't understand that, you're never going to be able to discern for people who don't believe like you. You're never going to be able to reach out to those people who don't believe like you because, well, let's face it. It's all about my faith. You've heard it before. You've seen it before. You've heard people talk. You know, you've seen the conversations on social media all over the place. You know, the, the, the one minute that someone comes and poses a different idea or a different thought based on their heart, people of my faith, I'm not even going to talk about the other faiths yet, the ones who, who, who slaughter people by the millions who try to kill and ridicule, and they seek out and destroy Christians, I'm not even going to talk about those people. I'm talking about the people who are near and dear to me. The people that are like me, I'm talking about myself, because they're reflective of me, and I'm reflective of them, so I'm talking about Christians. If you don't understand the origin of life, the, the, the sanctity, the thing that we share the most, the image of God that dwells within inside of us, which is a soul, if you don't understand that, and you're all talking about your faith and you're standing on your faith and you're Jesus this with no disrespect to my Christ, no disrespect to my Christ, but if you can't discern and you don't understand past the origin of your faith, there's no way in this world that you're going to be able to discern for people who don't believe like you. You can't even have that conversation. See, again, I'm not talking about those who don't believe like me. I'm not talking about the people who would rather I be dead, the people who laugh at us for believing in Christ. I'm not talking about the people who believe like them or, or who don't believe like us. I'm talking about my people, people who believe in God, people who believe in Christ, people who roll like me, people who go to church every Sunday, who read the scriptures, who believe God is the Messiah. I'm talking about those people because they're reflective of me and I'm reflective of them. And we're the people in the room that all, that's always screaming the loudest about somebody not agreeing like us. But we don't even understand that the origin of life, the thing that we share with God Almighty, the thing that he gave us, that nobody, that no science, no 
pastor, no preacher, no reverend, no activist, no politician, no street junkie, no man in this world can understand and can explain what a soul is. That's the thing that we share with God Almighty. Our souls are God creating us in his image. Not your arms and your legs and your head and your feet and your ears. So again, let me go back to how I got on this page. And I know I strayed, but it is what it is. The writer's on the wall. Whether I agree with, with Dr. or not on her politics or either, even her religion, we owe people like this a great tribute and honor and praise because these people have done some great things in their lives for more people than we can even imagine. So to my Christian brothers and sisters and my conservative brothers and sisters and everybody else out there who don't like it, it's not about you. And it's not about your faith. It's bigger than that. It's about the thing that we share the most that all human beings share the most, which is a soul. It's about that soul that we all share, that make us all similar, that make us all God-like. Being in the image of God is not about your, for all the people who try to attribute to the laws and the, the pro-life, the, 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 the anti-life this and the right to choose and, 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 you know, human rights this and that. See, I don't, I, that's why I don't get in the conversation, man. That's, y'all ain't going to understand me. That's why I don't go there. Y'all don't get it. See, none of those laws apply to my belief in being pro-life. Those laws don't apply to me because I understand it's bigger than my religion. This is about a soul. This is about the thing that we share with God Almighty himself. And no one deserves the right to take that away. No one deserves the right to terminate that. But I don't have to agree with you on that because I already know where I stand. And there's no wavering in that. No wavering in that at all for me. I know where I stand. I'll never change on that fact since I've understood what the origin of life is and where it comes from. So you ain't got to worry about me on that. What I'm trying to get to is the people who is trying to attribute life to a law. And the folks who don't understand, I'm trying to give you some game. And I'm trying to reach out to the people who are out there always criticizing these people that have done great things in their life, but they find one small thing to anchor on and talk about and talk about and ridicule and preach and pastor and spread love and argue and tweet about and Facebook post about it and, 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 and Pinterest about it and all this stuff and write their blogs and their articles and do their videos and their audios. I'm trying to reach out to those people and tell y'all to chill. Because you're fighting a losing battle. See, you're destroying more people than they could ever destroy by them just not believing like you. Because they look at us as role models, believe it or not. So all my Christian conservatives out there, there are people looking at you as role models. But you're too busy making a point and acting like a jackass trying to prove your point. For a couple of Facebook post likes. Or a couple of Twitter followers. See, that's a bigger picture, man. I laugh and I joke. Listen, let me tell y'all something. Everybody out there know 
Every year I do the same thing, especially when my basketball team is successful. Indiana Pacers, right? I always talk about my Pacers. Hell yeah, I'm competitive. I'm always talking about my team does this, my team does that. Listen, I'm no idiot. I'm no fool, and I play ball at a competitive level. I understand that LeBron James is the greatest basketball player in the world today that we've seen on a professional level. I understand that. But I'm still going to root for my team no matter what. But here's the thing, right? No matter if they win or lose, I always find the time to go on my social media page because I reach out to so many people on my, on my pages, right? I'm friends with so many different types of people. I do this purposely, and now the cat's out of the bag because I'm going to tell you all what I do. And, and these are things that I do a lot, but a lot of y'all don't get it because you're too stuck in your own freaking world to understand that there are people out there who don't agree with you, who don't praise like you, don't believe like you, but they're just like you. They wash their butts like you. They go to work like you. They get up in the morning like you. They run and jog like you because we all have this soul. We all have this thing that God gave us in the image of him, and you can't duck it. You can't hide it. You can't explain it. You can't even show it. Half of you don't even know how to feed it, and that's a whole nother question. That's a whole nother topic. But I do this thing every year where I go on there and I talk about the Miami Heat or, or, or whatever team that my team is playing, and I do it during football season with, with, with the Carolina Panthers because people are fanatics and people like sports, and, and, and that's an easy conversation, and we can talk about it, but it's also emotional because people love their teams. So I can go on there and talk about how my team is going to beat your team, and then you'll come on there and talk about how your team is going to beat my team, and now we just struck up a conversation that before you know it, now we understand that, hey, this guy's some crazy conservative, talking about myself, that I know some of you have said before, this guy's some kind of crazy conservative, and he believed God over everything, and, and he know that it should be human rights over everything, but you know what? He likes football. And, man, we had a good time on his Facebook page or his Twitter page or wherever I'm blogging talking about football. Not about these amendments, not about any laws, not about any legislation. We just had a good time talking about regular things, football. You know, I've even had people chime in who don't follow sports at all because they see how good of a time we're having, and then they understand, they get it. All of a sudden, it sets in. Man, he's a human too. You might have thought I was an alien because of some of the things that I've said or maybe some of the pictures that I put up. And I probably thought you was an alien, too. I ain't going to let y'all get me like that. <laughs> but, you know, the truth of the matter is, when you're able to understand where someone's coming from, then you're able to have the conversation. But when this woman, Maya Angelou, passed on, I immediately went to her legacy. I didn't go to her politics. There was no but with me. You know, I understand that she wasn't pro-life, and I am. And that didn't even cross my mind until I started preparing for the show and, and reading some of the things that I've read out there that conservatives have wrote about her and some of the things that, you know, just all sorts, all sorts of things out there. And, 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 and in connection with a bunch of the other stories that I've read out there, and, and it just, it just, it was heavy on my heart just for the simple fact that people don't understand that we're human beings, man. You know, we all share this thing. And it's so much bigger than our faith system. It's so much bigger than our religion, you know. So 
Every year when I'm talking about sports, let me go back to that. Let me finish what I was going to tell you guys. Every year when I start talking about sports, I do that to bring a whole bunch of people together who don't know each other to all ridicule or even be in the defense of me. And you know what's crazy? Even some people even be able, some people are even able to find a political side to that. And that's even crazy. That's even crazier. Some people are even able to find a hatred side to that. You know, when they start talking about race this or race that or, or, or this person don't believe that or that person don't believe that. Man, we're talking about sports. But, you know, I bring these things to the table and I talk about these things that are funny. Sometimes they're sad and, and you know, sometimes they're competitive. But I bring those things to the forefront so we can have a conversation. A regular good on the porch conversation. Hey, how you doing? How about those Panthers? How about those Cowboys? Whatever, whatever. And we can walk away saying, you know what? I thought this dude was crazy, but guess what? I think it's a little bit all right. We just think differently on some things. And I guarantee you most people, see most people with common sense, Lord knows there's some out there who don't have common sense, but I guarantee you most people you encounter or that you interact with, you have more similarities than you do differences. And that's because we're just built like that. Now, on occasion, you're going to find somebody who's way left field, who's way right field. You're going to find that sometimes. And that's okay because they're human too. But, folks, I'm here to tell you, we got to somewhere and and, and somehow we got to draw a line in the sand and say, quit it, man. Chill out. Let's call it a day, man, and be able to talk about these things, these differences that we have on a more human-like level, no matter what you believe. Again, you don't have to believe like me because with me, there's no wavering in what I believe. I'm going to be here. You can call me a hypocrite, uh, fake, or whatever you want. I'm going to be a, be a believer of Christ. I'm going to be a Christ worshiper and follower, and he is my Messiah. I believe him as my God. It is what it is. Nothing in this world is going to ever change that. But it's not going to stop me from being able to have a conversation with people who don't politically, socially, fiscally believe like me. And we got to stop doing that. Here we have a woman, Maya Angelou, who's a global renaissance woman, and people can't get past the fact that she was fighting for human rights. People can't get past the fact that this old woman was fighting for black people to have more equal rights. There's so many white folks out there. Oh, she's a race beta. She's part of that Oprah and that Obama machine. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sick of it. And for a whole lot of you black conservatives out there, I'm sick of y'all ass too. I wish y'all would go to go away, man. Because y'all ain't helping nothing, shucking the job. And y'all ain't no different than them damn people that were dancing back there with the black face and the clown suits with makeup on your face. You're making us go backwards rather than forward, which is shucking the freaking job. Always talking about a bunch of nonsense and nothing that matters. The truth of the matter is when President Obama goes away, and I hope somebody recalls this, please quote me because I will come to all of you and some of y'all pop in your damn face because most of y'all punks anyway. The truth of the matter is, ain't none of y'all really been on the line ready to hold it down for nobody other than yourself as ass selves. But the truth of the matter is, when President Obama goes away, 
and he drums his ass out of the White House, a lot of you black conservatives are going to drum your ass away from social media and drum your ass away from, the, away from the picket lines and drum your ass away from the voter block and drum your ass away from these county meetings and all these Tea Party this and, and a, whole of y'all, a whole lot of y'all going away too. Because you don't have a platform no more. You're not relevant no more. There's nothing to talk about no more. Nobody cares about you no more. They don't need your punk ass no more. See, most of y'all chumps out here sucking and jobbing for a few likes and a little bit of love. Letting political types who none of us really care about, all my real grassroots people, and shout out to my real Tea Party people who are out there rocking, which most of them are white, by the way, and I don't give a damn what black person don't like it. I don't care who don't like it. It is what it is. Shout out to my true constitutional people out there who really give a damn about this country despite your race. And yes, I have an organization called I Love Being a Black Father. You know why? Because I love being a black father. And most white fathers don't really know what's going on in a black household, it takes a black man who grew up in a black household to be able to talk about some of those black issues that are failing in this country. And I don't give a damn if you don't like it, because it's needed. And there ain't no black man out there that know what's going on in these poor white households, in these poor white communities, in these trailer parks, and in these other places where these white people are, and we're not there. If there's not a black man in that community, a black man there so can't teach that kid that's in that community that's failing. Because he can't, he don't know what that child is going through firsthand. But I bet you there's some similarities. Guarantee you there's some similarities. And that's what we ought to do. Sometimes you can't sugarcoat it, folks. You got to call it what it is. You got to actually go there. Sometimes it is what it is, and you ain't got to like it. See, that's the problem with people. Everybody's out there thinking you got to like what they're doing. You don't have to like what I'm doing because it's needed. And if it's needed, you'll continue to do it because God will see you through it. And other people will step up. He'll put you in a place and in a path where other people will step up, and they believe what you're doing, and they see how worthy it is, and they're ready to help with the cause. <clears throat> but most of y'all, excuse me, most of y'all are shucking and jobbing, and you're in the way, always trying to run for an office, always losing, always wasting people's money. If no one's out there asking you to represent them, why are you always stepping up to the plate and getting in the way? And this is going for everybody. It's not just for black conservatives. It's not just for black liberals or, or, or white conservatives or white liberals or, or anything, but to all you people who are so ego and with your your egomaniacs who are out running for office every single election cycle, every time there's a vacancy, every time there's an opening, all you out here running for office and nobody wants you. No one's asking for you. No one's vetting you. No wonder people barely want to help you. But you continue to run for office over and over and over and over again, and you're always losing. There's a reason that you're losing because you are not needed. You are the weakest link. Kick your ass, get your ass out the door. Goodbye. We don't need you. Causing trouble, talking reckless. We don't need you, man. Go away. I'm looking for some people out there who want to put in some work. Those are the people that I'm going to stand up behind and say, you know what? Vote for this guy because he's the real deal. Shout out to Dan Forrest, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest of North Carolina. 
That dude is the real deal. Look at what he's doing. That dude is the real deal. He didn't have to do this. He didn't have to run for lieutenant governor. He saw an opening. He saw a vacancy. You, and, and, and as a matter of fact, he's probably the most relevant lieutenant governor that North, that North Carolina has ever had as, to, to an extent. Especially across party lines. Especially among teachers and educators. And most communities in general. You know, we need people like that, man, who are really who are really ready to rock, who will put themselves on the line and tell you, yes, I believe in this. Yes, I believe in that. But check this out. Let's talk about these issues, man. Because we got a thousand and one issues, folks. You know, we got a million issues that need to be talked about, you know, that need to be resolved. There's a million issues out there. But most of y'all shucking and jiving with your makeup on, talking reckless and talking crazy just for a few likes, just for a few followers, and sometimes just for a few dollars. It ain't even enough to get you out the hood, you know? I'd rather work hard for my money, man. I'd mu- I, would, I would much rather work hard for my money then have to shuck and jive to get it. Because I'll tell you one thing about Pudgy is this. No matter where you go, all right, no matter who you meet, I'm going to always be me. Pudgy's a professional too. So in some circles, you might catch me being absolutely 1,000% professional. Because you know what? In those circles and at those events, I need to be. And your ass need to be too. There's a time and a place for everything, man. Time and place for everything. You can't always go into different places where you may not be as accepted as, as, as you would in some other places. You know, some groups, people have a lot of money. They're not used to people like me who don't have a lot of paper. You know, they're not used to the things that I'm talking about. That's why we have a thing called a culture. Because everybody's not the same. But I thank God for giving me the ability to go in those places and be able to, 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 to handle myself appropriately, you know, and to be able to kick up with these people and show these people some love and help them realize that, guess what? I'm from the other side of the tracks, right? I'm from the other side of the street. I might not have as much paper as you do. I may not have the best job in the world. My portfolio may not be that great. You know what I'm saying? My house may not be that big. But you know what? He's just like me in some, some, some extent, to some regard. And those are the people that we need. Those are the people that we're looking for. And those are people like Maya Angelou. Regardless of the fact if we agreed with her or not, regardless of the, to the fact if, if her politics was like ours, regardless of the fact that she worshiped like we did too. You know, that doesn't even matter to me. You're talking about a global renaissance woman, a woman who left a legacy, who left her mark on life, a woman who created a, a, a literature for people to read that put them in a different mindset than, than of their surroundings. Those type of people who don't stir up trouble, who don't cause problems just for the sake of causing problems, I'm not saying she didn't push what she believed, 
But those are the type of people we should celebrate. Those aren't the people that we make an example of. Those aren't the type of people that we should, we should be going around acting crazy about, talking about how much they're this or how much they're that or how much we don't appreciate of them and how much we disagree with what they had going on. You know, that's not one of those people. And that's why I don't appreciate the fact of what was really going down when I read what I read on a whole lot of those blogs with people who believe just like me. You know, that's what I didn't appreciate. That's what I don't appreciate. And that's what we have too much of in general. Those type of things have to go away, folks. Those type of things we have to change about ourselves. People who are like me, people who believe like me I'm talking about. Those type of things we have to change. 619-638-8559. p.m. Man, I got a whole lot more to talk about, but we got like two minutes to go on the show. So I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to do some shout outs. I didn't even get to my notes. I don't know how. I don't even know what just happened. I could just tell y'all I spoke from my heart and a whole lot of things that I had to talk about I didn't get to talk about tonight. But I definitely want to mention before we close the show, you know, a whole lot of this stuff that I was talking about is just headline news. And that's cool. You know, that's definitely cool, and, and, you know, it is what it is. But I definitely want to give a shout-out to uh, Sergeant uh, Birdall, uh, who uh, was released, held captive for five years, uh, captured June 30th, last seen. He was last seen leaving, leaving an, uh, a base with a compass and a bottle of water. Uh, he was swapped for five detainees, Guantanamo Bay t- detainees on Tuesday. That It was agreed that he would be released. And uh, Taliban leader Malou Mullah Omar uh, claims this is a great victory for him. But you know what? This is a great victory for us. And, and, and there's going to be some things that's going to come out where people are going to talk about, you know, are we now negotiating with terrorists? Is this what we really want to do? You know, uh, is, is this going to be a problem in the future? Uh, right now, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the thing to do. You know, I, I don't know if this is something that is, is going to be repercussive for, for this in the future. I can't fully say. I, personally, I think there will be some, some repercussion of it in the future. I think we're going we're gonna to probably uh, experience some difficulty behind this. But you know what? Right now, there's one more guy, there's one more soldier that fought for this great America. There's one more guy that was, that was held captive that we thought we would never see again. There's one more guy going home to his parents, and I appreciate the fact that alone. You know, what awaits in the future, we don't know. Uh, I, I, I personally have some questions about the five detainees, I'm wondering, and I think we'll come back and talk about this next week. Maybe I'll try to find some military personnel, or I will find some military personnel that we can bring on and we can discuss it and we can talk about it in detail because I know several people. We reach out to some people in D.C. and get some real deal information but, uh, you know, I have some questions on my own. You know, what, are the de- what kind of information did the det- detainees have from the inside? You know, what was smuggled out? Uh, you know, maybe there were some tracking devices put on the detainees. You know, we don't know what the White House approved. We don't know what really went down. I can't tell you that the future of negotiating with terrorists will be different in the future because today as it stands, whether we like it or not, whether we want to believe it or not, it has happened. So, you know, we're going to talk about that next week. I'm going to bring some professionals on that can uh, come on and tell us some good stuff about this. So, you know what, man? 
9.01 p.m. You guys are definitely B.I.G. in my book. I appreciate you guys for reaching out, listening to the show. It's always a beautiful time on this show. It's always a beautiful day. Like I told you guys at the top of the hour, every day that we get to be alive, every day that we get to open our eyes and understand that we're living and we see another life, whether we can stand, eat, sleep, move, or feel on our own, it's, beautiful. it's a beautiful day to me. All right? So I hope it's a beautiful day to you guys. Remember, communication is the key. God is love. Love is God. And you are B.I.G. in my book. We'll check you guys out next week, man. You guys are always love, and I appreciate you for listening to the KRP Radio Show. Tell some friends. Check us out on Twitter. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. Also, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. We're also on iTunes, man. Check the iTunes out. They're blowing up. Blowing up, blowing up like crazy. iTunes are over, I don't know, over 2 million uh, listeners right now, I believe. I, I, you guys can check it for yourselves. You can get the iTunes stats yourselves. And uh, you know what? Appreciate you guys listening, man. I'm out of here. One love. we catch you guys next week. Communication is the key, man. You got to communicate with people. Make sure you communicate with people to get your point across because if you don't communicate with the hello or goodbye or hello and how you doing, you can never get your understanding and your points across the things that really Matter. I am out. K I R P Radio. I got to talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.